Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Ruth, now on the 8th of March, Irish citizens will be asked to vote in two referendums to change our constitution. And one of these is about care in the home and is being referred to as a care amendment by the Electoral Commission. It'll ask voters whether or not to delete Article 41.2, which says the state recognises that by her life within the home, a woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and that the state shall endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in economic activity to the neglect of duties in the home. Now, this would be replaced with gender-neutral language on the provision of care with a new Article 42B, which reads as follows. The state recognises that the provision of care by members of a family to one another, by reason of the bonds that exist between them, gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such provision. Now, to debate this proposed amendment, I'm joined by Jennifer Carroll McNeil, who's Fine Gael TD for Dunleida and Minister of State at the Department of Finance, and by Colm Kenny, who's Professor Emeritus of DCU's School of Communications. You're both very welcome to the programme. I'm going to ask um, both of you to outline why you're advocating for a yes and a no. You'll have up to two minutes initially, and then uh, we'll start the debate proper, as they say. We'll start with the government representative, uh, Jennifer Carroll McNeil, who's calling for a change to the Constitution. Why? Calling for a yes vote and asking people to come out on March the 8th to support family carers by voting yes to this amendment. We are asking people in Ireland to come out and make a really positive statement in the Irish Constitution that care in the family is something that we cherish and something that we absolutely prioritise. Men and women around Ireland have said to me so many times the respect that they have for family carers that the work that they do, the dedication that they have and they want to see the Irish government and the Oireachtas do better for family carers. So this is we have we have done a lot of that with within the government to date. We have more to do but the real statement here is a value statement in the constitution and I am asking people to come out on the 8th of March and make their mark for family carers by voting yes on the ballot papers to support family carers. Cormac and Mike constituency, you can drop me in any part of my constituency and I know the family carers there. I know the parents in Cabin Teeley with an eight-year-old child who doesn't know the difference between night and day. They haven't slept in eight years. I know this family. I know the the work that they do and they they deserve constitutional recognition and support, ongoing support. I know the family carer, the woman in Shankill, who cares for her child so much it was unexpected, a big change in her life. She's given up work to do that and she deserves constitutional recognition and support and ongoing support by this government, but a value statement in the constitution of the importance that they do. I was the co-chair of the family carers group in the Oireachtas until I became a minister, along with Neve Smith and Pauline Tully. I have been a family carer myself I know what this means to have constitutional recognition for this work. I want to be placed under an obligation by the Irish people to have to continue to prioritise family carers. I want this government and every future government to have this constitutional obligation to prioritise family carers, to continue to strive to work to support them, their incredible work that they do, the value that it gives to our society and and the recognition that this constitutional protection and identification and status 
status would give family care and the value that it is to our society. And so I'm asking Irish people to come out and support the family carers in their community. It could be okay. any one of us at any time. Okay, uh, Jennifer and Carol McNeil, thank you very much indeed. Colm Ken- yeah, Kenny, uh, why are you advocating for a no vote? Well, like the Minister, I know people in Cabinteely and Shankill too. In fact, I even know some people outside Dublin. And I'm afraid the carers anywhere in Ireland won't get anything out of this particular referendum. It's a public relations stunt. Um, But we can vote no, and that will ensure that the existing provision in the Constitution that supports mothers will not be removed from it. The provision that's under threat requires the Irish state to try and ensure that mothers don't have to work outside the home because of economic hardship. But the government now wants to replace that. Uh, it wants to, to, to bring about a change where the w- existing obligation will be replaced by a weaker formula of words. And at the same time in the referendum, the government is trying to shift the burden of providing care in the home, whether that's care for children or for the ill or for the elderly. It's shifting it more onto the family itself because it's replacing the existing duty on the state that's in the constitution, the existing duty on the state to endeavour to help mothers by a mere promise to try to try to strive to support families. And its definition of family carers is strangely narrow. You may have noticed the minister there saying family carers. The government's proposal indeed refers only to the provision of care by members of a family to one another excluded, for example, are carers from outside the family and state assistance such as home helps. There's nothing here for them and there are no new supports, financial or otherwise. The referendum is just an, ex- uh, an expensive excuse to do nothing. And can I say one other thing? Civil groups that have been calling for a referendum on carers and the family also admit that this referendum is not what they really wanted. So vote no then. It's pathetic for certain women's groups and rights organisations who know that the referendum is weak to go around saying it's a step in the right direction. They're denying political reality. I think the only direction this referendum is going towards is the forthcoming general election. The government wants to be able to say it's done something when it's done nothing but weaken the rights of mothers. So don't let them toy with the constitution. Vote no. Okay. Okay, Colin Kelly, thank you very much indeed uh, for that. Let's drill down uh, a little bit then. Uh, Let's look at the amendment, um, Minister, that's being proposed here. The state recognises that the provision of care by members of a family to one another by reason of the bonds that exist among them gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such provision. So does that mean that if you're a carer to someone but outside of the family, you don't get that recognition and support? This is within families. This is within family care. We're not we're not articulating people who are doing this professionally. We don't pick any profession, whether it's teachers or, you know, or home carers, as Colm has said. This is about within the family, not professional care. And it is about making sure that we are strengthening those supports. The word shall strive to is a positive obligation on this government and all future governments. It, you have to continuously work towards it. And not only that but this is justiciable, Mm -hmm. unlike other parts of the Constitution. So this is something that's very, very different. It has been recommended since the Constitution Review Group of 1996. This isn't something that the government just thought of yesterday. It's been through the Citizens' Assembly. This is something that people have been calling for for a very, very long time. So just in terms of clarification, uh, this is for the family, you say. So if you're an uncle or a cousin doing the care, does that mean you will or will not get the recognition 
and support that's in, outlined in this provision. The family is conceived of as the unit within within the family. So whether that's um, you know a p- parent, a sister, the, the family unit the, is the really what's family. conceived of. Yeah, the, yeah. The, in 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 essence, okay. and that's where we give support already through carers allowance, through the new pension that Heather Humphreys has 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 introduced for carers. I mean, since 2020, we've expanded eligibility to carers allowance very very considerably. Uh, real support for carers for the first time since 2007. We've increased the savings disregard, the incomes disregard to make more people eligible for carers allowance. Heather Humphreys has introduced a carers pension. So that's all contextual stuff. That's budget stuff. That's not for the constitution. But what I'm saying is this goes further and beyond and places a further obligation on this government and every future government to do more and do better and make it a continual priority over other things. So Colm Kenny, this places a further burden on uh, or a further onus on the government to provide support for carers and the Minister says this has been called for for a long, long time, even since 96. Well, first of all, um, what has been called for is not what this particular proposal says. And, you know, various women's organisations and human rights organisations are saying that. And indeed, perhaps most ludicrous of all is the Sinn Féin position, which as usual wants things both ways. It's calling today for a yes vote while damning the proposal as inadequate. Um, it is not what has been called for. Uh, uh, now, people are calling it a step in the right direction, but there's no piece of legislation waiting to go. There's no new resources to go. Uh, secondly, there's no definition of what a family is. I mean, it's been made up by ministers on programmes like this and in the newspaper. You were asking reasonable questions there about who does it include. It doesn't say who it includes. And thirdly, uh, sorry, it are you talking provide... about the, the other amendment? Well, we know what the family is right no, now. No, the carers. We? No, no, I'm talking about the carers. I'm saying it doesn't define in any way what the carers, uh, what a carer is, who a carer is. It's it's absolutely vague. It says uh, the state recognises the provision of care by members of a family to one another by reason of the bonds that exist among them, gives to society support without which the common good cannot be achieved. It doesn't even mention carers. It actually talks about the provision of care. But there are and some provide- carers, Colm, like Family Carers Ireland, who are campaigning for a yes vote. And, and they say... Uh, that it is a positive step in the right direction, a positive step forward. I think that's politically naive. I don't think the government will be doing anything between now and the next general election. But what we'll do at the next general election is say, look, we brought this forward. We recognise carers. Carers don't want recognition. They know they're carers. They want support. They want practical measures that will help them to deal with families, um, whether whether the practical measures are provided by the family members themselves or whether they call in professional outside help, like home helps and other forms of care that are short in various parts of the country. That's what they want. They don't want formulas of words like but, this. But will so this, let me ask the Minister, will this lead to meaningful, real, automatic change for carers right now? It's, that is a matter for the budget every year. And it, you know, the Constitution, the budget isn't set in the Constitution. What I'm saying is, first of all, as Cullum is, should be aware, we have already made major budgetary steps for carers. So we have increased, and this is important, right? We have increased the eligibility for carers' allowance from a couple earning €665 Euros a week in 2020 to 900 euros a week. Mm. The savings disregard from 20,000 euros to 50,000 euros in a genuine effort to try to bring more people into the eligibility so for carers allowance. This, this is a positive statement about the values of care in the constitution and a c- obligation from March the 9th onwards, I hope, on every co- government beyond that to continue to do this and more for but, family but carers and to never doing, deviate. Yeah, if you're doing it already, 
Why do you need this amendment to... Well, what do you need this amendment we for if you're this doing consti- it already? We need this for the, because the constitution is different to legislation and to budget. It's a value statement about the Irish people and who we are and what we value and what we prioritise. And I have heard no. up and down the country about the importance that Irish people place on family carers. Anybody could be a carer. They just don't know it yet. Anybody can have a baby oh. that's sick. Anybody can and have to stay home from work and care for that baby in unexpected yeah. ways. Anybody can have a sick but, parent. But can you address and we my want before to, I go oh, back to please, Colm. Yes. When you say you're doing this already, improving the situation of carers, what will this amendment allow you to do then that you can't do already? What I'm saying is Colm said that we weren't doing anything and this was essentially a pure exercise. And what I'm saying is that it, there, the evidence is that we are doing this in a budgetary way. We are also asking the Irish people to come out and make their mark and make a constitutional statement about the recognition of carers, the value that family care is and the place that the Irish people, I want to be placed under this obligation as a legislator by the Irish people. I want the Irish people to put me under an obligation to prioritise family care in this next budget, the next budget, the next budget, mm. and to never deviate that from that, and to make sure that in all the considerations, that family care is given the priority that it deserves because of what it does for our society. But do you not uh, accept, Colm, then, that no. if people vote in favour of this amendment, that will place an onus on not just this government, but future governments to strive to support carers? It's a weaker form of wording than we already have, for instance, in relation to Article 41, uh, which says the state shall endeavour to ensure the mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. And can I say two well, sorry, things? Sorry, before you move on, why is that weaker if that only refers to mothers? What if the carer is a father, let's say? Well, this is another discussion we could have. They could have changed the constitution if it, if they wanted to respect uh, family uh, by making uh, a reference to either uh, parent of either gender in, in, in they, a, they in have a relationship. Carers or a family member that gives care. So when you say it's weaker, what do you mean? The wording is weaker legally. It's it's not even as strong as it was. And I would have to ask the minister. Um, since 1939, she's been under an obligation. Her, her party and Fianna Fáil and every other government, every other party, have been under obligations to um, take measures to support mothers in this way. And I don't think you'd find many people who agree that um, there are no mothers in the country who don't have to, to sheer economic necessity work outside the home. But could I come back to something I did not um, say the government had done nothing? I'm not here to slag off the government. Um, but as you rightly said, they can continue to do what they want with or without this referendum. This referendum is not simply the, uh, about uh, any ordinary section of the Constitution. This is a section of the Constitution that deals with fundamental rights, and it has served Irish citizens very well in protecting their rights. It's not a set of values. It's an enforceable. It's supposed to be an enforceable uh, section of the Constitution that people can appeal to when they go into the Supreme Court. This particular wording absolutely is so vague as to be meaningless. But if the, uh, if, I, if somebody invokes this in the Supreme Court and they say to the judges, the government is under a constitutional duty to strive to support carers, surely that's, mm-hmm. is that not a, a powerful invocation, no? Well, I'm not going to second guess her, uh, the, the Supreme Court, but um, it's not, it's, it, it has no particular meaning and it, it, they're not prevented from striving with or without this referendum. They don't have to go out next uh, in two weeks' time and spend 15 million 
uh, euros and close down schools to have a referendum with vague wording that satisfies nobody mm-hmm. in order to go ahead and do what they want to do. Um, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to give them credit for having done certain things in previous governments. Okay. Uh, can, can I put to you finally, there, there is uh, one new campaigning group, uh, Minister, called Equality Not Care. Uh, and they say that the wording overlooks the rights of adults with disabilities to have independent lives, uh, that it's ableist and ageist. How do you respond to them? I, I, I respect them so much, but this is not what we're trying to do in this constitutional amendment. There may be other constitutional amendments. This is about family care. And I have to respond to some of the things that Cullum has said. This is about recognising that men and women provide care in the family. This is about modernising the constitution. If you go back to 1996, and I'm sorry to go all constitutional law on it, but there is Supreme Court decision and High Court decision that show that the women in the home piece was never effective for women. Don't forget that women had to resign from their positions in up to 1973 when they got married. So there was nothing to really to support women. Uh, this is about modernising it, reflecting that men and women provide care and it's something very, very different. This has been recommended for 25 years. This is really important okay. for modernising the Constitution and making a positive statement okay. about I'll care. I'll have to leave it there because we, we have to be strict on time for the referendum campaign as you both know. I thank you both very much indeed, Professor uh, Emeritus Colum Kenny of DCU and uh, Minister Jennifer Carol McNeil. Mila Buchus Libert. 